Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, Claudia, it's time to make this thing doable. That's right. We've been talking about planning ourselves out of career suicide. So letting go of the kind of negative, depressive, you know, things that are attacking us at work that are kind of making us just not thrive, not be really a part of the equation. We've gathered some clues. We've gotten some criteria for the clues. And today... Well, we've got to do it. We've got to do it. We've got to get down to it and make something happen. So... Again, it all you know at the beginning, it all feels so big. It feels too big. You could do anything in any area. What we want to talk about today is setting some goals for yourself in three simple areas. And if you, on a consistent base, have something you're working for in these three areas at your current job, you will have a meaningful reason to be there. And at the point that you are not able to set yourself some meaningful goals in these three areas, you will you know, have your clue, your next clue that it might be time to move on or, or, or work for change there. Let's just jump right into them. What we want to do is give ourselves a little structure and not think, oh gosh, what seven bazillion things at work can I possibly be doing? We're going to um, set for, let's say the next six months to a year, we're going to set for ourselves um, a professional goal. What area of contribution at work do we want to work on this year? That would be one area. I'll say them all and then we'll go through them. And then we want to be always learning and growing and developing personally ourselves. So we're going to have a goal in the area of personal development. And then finally, we're going to have a relational goal, how we want to get networked or mentored or collaborating at work. Let's uh, back up the train and talk about what we mean by having a professional contribution. Now, we talked uh, last week, Carl, about uh, having sort of measuring our criteria um, with something that's meaningful and then that's rewarding. So how did how does this and having a professional contribution sort of align? Okay, so let's say, for example, that you, in order to make a meaningful contribution at work, you need to be a part of the planning process. You need to get to set up how you and your team are going to make things happen. You don't want to be told anymore. So what you want to do is you want to, um, okay, well, that's great. Um, but this year, you want to Bring that down to something really practical. What's going on? What project is happening? What um, financial goal is out in front of you where you can set for yourself a very specific professional goal of how you're going to be a part of the planning process? So it could be, you know, on project B for, you know, client Acme company. I'm going to go to my supervisor and ask if I can be the direct um, contact with the client be the one, the communication point person, be responsible for the budget for that particular project. So that for that year, you know, you're on that project, you are directly involved in what is meaningful to you, you know, getting to be involved in making the decisions that affect actually how it comes out. So what if you're leaning towards really having a change in, in a, a job situation? You've, you've kind of gone through your clues and kind of measured them by your criteria and you realize one of your goals is that you really need to make a, a move career-wise from a certain role or a certain job. How do you then, I mean, so that becomes a little more nebulous in what's coming up next. How do you then make a goal in this area? Well, I would actually suggest it happens the other way around so that in your current position, you're unable to set a meaningful contribution. There's not any 
place in your current job where you can make a meaningful contribution for this next year. To keep doing your job doesn't feel meaningful or rewarding. To get a promotion there is not going to do it because the people with more responsibility there are faced with a whole different set of challenges than you. So the fact that you can't set goals in these areas is your tip to go look somewhere else. And so that you have this as long as you can make goals in these three areas, there might be reasons to stay. And when you can't, then you feel comfortable about leaving because it's not like you're running from anything and it's not like you're just reacting to a circumstance, which we described as a fallacious clue. And so you could say, you know, what I want to do, I can't do here. And that becomes your criteria for what you're looking for. I couldn't have a team that reported to me in this position. And that really needs to be my next area of professional contribution is to lead others. So now I specifically look for positions where I have responsibility for a team. Well, I like that because, again, we've talked about this idea of decisions sort of emerging out of the information, out of our realities, out of our, you know, out of our, our life, instead of sort of just taking this leap. And that often that's what keeps us from change. That's what leads us to this kind of suicidal mentality that we're just slowly dying in our work environments. So two things. One, let's move next to personal development. And second, can we use the word fallacious again? And if any of our listeners can use it in our blog entry, we'll send them this podcast for, for free, free because I like this word. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to personal development. I'm too excited about this fallacious thinking. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's practically going to get a contest going here. Yeah. So the second area is personal development. You know, one of our hard facts about working with people is that you have to come to terms with is that we are changing, growing, developing beings. And we need to face that fact about ourselves as well. You are a changing, growing, maturing being, and that's going to take place at work. And so you need to tend to that. That's what this goal is about, personal development. You need to tend to that, that you are growing up even as an adult, so to speak, and and learn new things and expand your skills. And even if it's in the same field, like become more competent in your communication skills or your relationships with people or the state of the art in your um, field. So what we also want is whether it, or not, it's even directly related to our the task at hand at work. It is related to who we are and our capacity to show up. So we need to be intentionally growing and developing. So it's a wide one and it could be, you know, anything that I call it grows you up in the positive sense of the word. So really, and I assume that this, this sort of personal development is don't shy away from challenge because that can also be a source of personal development that is unexpectedly good for us. Yeah, no, that's a great point because what challenge is, you know, but just, you know, you can even just feel it in the word is it's a stretch. And as in any challenge and any stretch, you know, there's the too much of it too. And so the fear side of us is worried about failing or breaking something and breaking ourselves. And the, you know, the motivation side of ourselves wants to be stretched and actually accomplish something and learn something new and actually do it. And so those, that tension pushes different ones of us in different directions. Well, I can't tell you how many times I've heard, well, you know, particularly from younger people who are starting off, uh, you know, they are doing a good job in their role. It's not necessarily their career goal, but, you know, they're, have a, they're at this job for a number of reasons and they 
are doing well and they get offered a promotion. And I've heard, well, I don't know if I should take it because it's not a lot more money and it's a lot more responsibility. And I always think about sort of that as in sort of kind of cutting yourself off from some potential, even if it's more work and, you know, not as much money as you would want. And I just think, well, try it, be challenged, do it, see what happens. You don't need to, you're not going to be there forever. Exactly. So there's an example where the criteria compete with each other. The, the criteria that I want to be valued appropriately with my um, salary and the criteria of wanting to you know, have the promotion, the expanded responsibilities, the uh, you know, moving up into that role. So this is where what's going to be valuable to you comes in. And so it's neither right nor wrong to take the challenge or to not. It's that if I've chosen to value myself financially, I don't take it. And I keep looking for something that it values me appropriately. If I weigh that I have an opportunity to have more responsibility and get some experience on my resume, even though I'm not being valued appropriately, that's going to be my rationale for taking it anyway. And getting in that position, as you said, not cutting myself off from an opportunity that has turned up and work on getting valued appropriately at a later date. So it can work either way, depending on what person values. And your person cuts themselves off because they just leave those two values in conflict with each other and is out there looking for this magical, mysterious, imaginary place where they all come together. And that workplace probably doesn't exist. So we're going to have to pick and choose. So if we're working on something towards something at work, if we're working on something toward expanding our own capacities as a Performer, we've got some things we're working on. So let's talk about this third area. Well, the third area I recommend always having a goal for as part of just your structure is, you know, having a relational goal. This is a reality. We are going to be working for people, with people, people working for us, our whole lives, wherever we're going. And so it's crucial to be developing these skills. You know, I break it down into three areas, you know, having a networking relational goal, I'm having a learning or like a mentoring relational goal. Is there someone you want to be around and learn something from? And, um, and having a collaboration type relational goal where you're learning how to work together and learn. And I don't recommend having all three. I pick one relational goal. <laughs> Too many goals will overwhelm ourselves here. But having one relational goal, getting better network, knowing people in your field, in your area, um, the you know, learning from someone, getting around someone who you admire and drawing what you can from them, and then working with people. Well, I want to um, not go on too much, but we also wanted to talk a little bit about sort of having the structure and what we talked about last week is not feeling wed to the structure, you know, and these decisions for the rest of our working life. So here's what we're going to do. So you, in these three areas, you've got these three goals, you're working toward them, and you're being attentive. And we're going to get to this in, in a future show, but this attentiveness is going to allow you, you're going to be observant and you're going to see what's working for you and what's not working for you. Well, Claudia, as soon as you're discovering that something's not working for you, let's say the expanded responsibility actually stresses you out far more than it energizes you. And you, you know, ask questions about it, of course, and you, you, know, you don't need to just keep trying to go up the ladder and expanding your responsibilities year after year, you can say, maybe that's not a value of mine. And you can adjust your goal right then, or you can you know, adjust the, the, 
the bigger value and you're not locked in. You're not fixed. You're not trapped. And that's what's great about having concrete goals measured by um, you know, what's important values and criteria to you is you've got something to go back to and say, you know, this isn't really me after all. And you adjust. Well, next week we'll be talking a little bit more about this sort of adjusting and what do you do if your circumstances are changing or your clues are different. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And then I want to also address sort of the person who, and which I confess a little bit is me, is that I, I'm never really motivated by meeting goals. It's not something that really drives me. I think, oh, I have this goal. I need to check it off. That really makes me thrive. So if you're that kind of person, sort of, how do you, how do you reconcile that with who you are? Mm. And don't forget, I need to see Fallacious on our blog from one of you, and we will reward you because it's just, it's just too much fun. So, Because I think there was a spike in sticky note sales. <laughs> there was. There was. So come by. We're at boldenterprises.com. We invite you to join us, and we'll see you next time for our conclusion on our career suicide series. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 